Hey everybody, and welcome to the Harvest Community Church Podcast. We hope this message today brings you encouragement and inspires you to take your next step in your faith journey. If you ever have any questions or you want to learn more about us as a church, you can always check us out at harvesttn.com. Enjoy the message. Uh, the series that we started not too long ago. It's a beautiful thing that I'm, I'm, I keep hearing testimonies of... Um, of what, of what God is doing in people's lives, making himself real. And I love it when we, when we teach on something, how he does his, his thing. Or it's nothing more than intellectual knowledge from the head going to give intellectual knowledge in another head. But when he does what he does, it goes from spirit to spirit, and then he works it through our life. And, and that is, that's an absolutely beautiful thing, and it's what separates the church from anything else on the face of the earth. There's no other organization, there's no anything on this earth outside of the, outside of the church that Jesus' body, that he is the head of, where his Holy Spirit works. We, we looked not too long back, and, and I want to kind of recap just a little bit, and more for my sake than yours. You don't really need recapping. I need recapping, because I need to kind of know where we've been and where we're going, and I'll just do all that in front of you. How's that? Does that work? So I'm going to talk to myself a few minutes if you want to, if you want to just listen. We cannot do what, what the church has been called to do without the work of the Holy Spirit. You cannot be born again without the Holy Spirit. I, uh, somebody had asked me a question and said, I thought you got the Holy Spirit when you get saved. Well, that's absolutely correct. You can't be saved without Him. But there's a difference in being born again and having the Holy Spirit in our life. And as Paul said in Ephesians 5.18, being filled with the Spirit where we have surrendered our life to Him and allow Him to fill our life and work through us. There's a big difference. The difference is, uh, and I think we see the difference in, in when you study Scripture, it starts to come alive. Um, when you're praying for people, there seems to be an, an added measure of faith. When you're living, walking throughout your day, you're conscious, conscious of um, the presence of the Lord to work through your life and you're hearing Him as He gives His nudges and His promptings and He speaks to us on things that He wants us to do and ways He wants us to go and follow. You wake up more aware. One testimony of um, a friend of mine was, I, I wake up, uh, she said, I don't, I don't know what it was, but she said, I, I've been waking up with, with song, singing praise music. It's just on us. Uh, song on my heart so to speak where does that come from that's the holy spirit when we yield to him he begins to do things that are different than what we have ever experienced at a level that we've ever experienced it but he he has to have an invitation and so this the same in the same question um the the email i got the same another question was how are how do we get filled with the spirit and there's so much confusion 
in so many churches, um, everybody's got their own version of how you get filled with the Holy Spirit. Some, it's come and you, you cry on an altar for weeks and you confess every sin that you can think of and then con start confessing your mama's sins and your daddy's sins and, and then even make up a few just in case you miss something and then you can be filled. That's not Scripture. We're filled with the Holy Spirit by faith surrendering to Him. It's the same way that we're saved. It's a grace gift. You can't earn it. You can't make it happen. How are we born again? Well, we're born again when we surrender to Jesus, right? By faith, we surrender to Jesus and we invite Him into our life. The same thing is being filled with the Spirit. It's as simple as a surrender to Him in faith, fill me, Lord. That's it. I think we're so, we've gotten so conscious of this physical world. And I understand we're born, we're born into this world so soulish and so physically or bodily conscious because that's all we have when we come into this world. It's a natural world. And so when we're born in this world, all we have to function with is our body, our five senses, and our soul, our mind, will, and emotions. When we're born again, there's a whole new world opened up to us. And that world is not ruled by emotion or feeling. And don't get me wrong, the Holy Spirit manifests His presence. He can give us feeling. He can... He can, he can let us feel his presence he can stir our emotions he gave them to us he gave us our body he gave us our soul and he will use all of that right but what he does in our spirit is is so different and when we try to bring into this physical world when we try to make the holy spirit function the way the physical world functions we're going to miss it the kingdom of God is here, but invisible. Right? The Holy Spirit is here, but invisible. And He will work in our life because He said He would. Not because I feel like He is. Let me say that again. He will work because He said He would. Not because we feel like He is. He's not finished with you. And he's working on you even when you think he's not working on you. And he's preparing a way for you even when you don't know it or feel it. I love this. I was listening to T.D. Jakes preach here recently. And he was talking about Zacchaeus. And he was talking about the tree that Zacchaeus climbed upon to see Jesus. And he said it's no accident that that tree was there in that particular place at that particular moment with the limbs because Zacchaeus was a wee little man and a wee little man was he and he's got to climb up in a to yeah and so there had to be a low hanging limb for him to be able to get up there right 
That tree was prepared just for him long before. It wasn't like the day before Jesus said, oh, Zacchaeus is coming. Throw a seed in the ground. I'm going to do a miracle and make his tree grow real quick. No, no, no. That tree was growing years, many, many, many years before Zacchaeus was even born. Because God knew on that day in his life, he was going to need that tree. He knows what you need before you know what you need. And he's preparing the way before you get there. Are you with me? He longs to be a friend. Don't make this more complicated than it is. Christianity has complicated things. And, and, and understand what I'm saying, and this whole series is about this. What I love is that as we talk about the Holy Spirit, He's actually manifesting His presence in our midst in such a way that most people I've talked to are saying, I, I just I can't explain it, I just feel His presence. See, that's what I love, because He does that. He lets us know He's here. But in the body of Christ for, for so long, the church has no problem accepting Jesus. The church has no problem accepting the Father. But we just aren't sure about the Holy Spirit. And we're not sure about the Holy Spirit because of the abuses that we have seen in the church and the things that have been done in the name of the Holy Spirit. And that's a sad thing. That's a sad... See, there are some people that won't, that won't talk to me. They won't have anything to do with me. And it's not because they know me. It's because of what they've heard other people say about me. Now, you know I'm a big loving teddy bear. But there's some people out there who will tell you he's mean. He's just mean. Well, if mean is sitting with you and you coming to me with a problem and me telling you the answer, but the answer that I tell you is not the one that you wanted to hear, then mm, maybe I'm mean. You with me? That same thing, if you get to know me, you will, now this is the difference in me and the Holy Spirit. He's perfect, I'm not. You with me? But if you get to know me, you won't hate me. You'll only hate me or you will only not want to be around me if you listen to the stuff that other people say. That's what's happened with the Holy Spirit. Most people have not experienced Him to a level to even know what He will do or not do. It's just that we've heard and we've seen abuse, and we've heard what other people say. And he longs to be a friend. He longs to be your friend. He longs to walk with you every single day of your life. He longs to exalt Jesus in you. He wants you to know Jesus in a deeper way than you've ever known Jesus, the Holy Spirit wants you to know Jesus. And only through the Holy Spirit can we get to know Jesus. He's the one that brings, brings that life into us so that we can actually have a relationship with the Lord. He wants to speak. He wants to talk to us. And so I want to... Let me just break out for a couple minutes here and just talk about the voice. This is Holy Who. 
Number six, the voice. It's not a singing competition. Don't you at times think mamas and daddies ought to be more honest with their kids? Anyway. John 16, verse 12, I have much more to say to you, Jesus says, more than you can now bear. Jesus is leaving. And some of this we've talked about, but we're going to kind of take it to another place. Jesus is leaving. And he tells them there's a whole lot of things I could talk to you about, but I can't tell you right now. But you're not going to do without the words that I'm going to tell you, and here's why. But when he, the Spirit of truth, comes... The Spirit of truth is the Holy Spirit. Jesus also called him the advocate or the helper. He will do what? He will guide you into all truth. He will not speak of his own. He will speak only what he hears. Now, I love this. He's not going to speak of his own. He's going to speak of what he hears. And this is, this is, this is beautiful how God, one God, Trinity, expresses himself God in different ways into our life. He will not speak of his own. He will speak only what he hears. What he hears from where? He will tell you what is yet to come. Where is he going to get this? He will glorify me because it is from me that he will receive what he will make known to you. All that belongs to the Father is mine. That is why I said the Spirit we receive uh, that the said the spirit will receive from me what he will make known to you this you, you see what i'm saying jesus is saying guys i'm leaving physically but i'm still going to be ministering to you and when the holy spirit is talking to you he's saying to you what i want him to say that is amazing because the holy spirit is just as much god as jesus as the father and, but he's saying, here is how this function is going to happen. I'm leaving. He's coming. I, I'm going to talk to you. He's going to speak to you. And when he speaks to you, he's going to speak my words to you. And so we're always hearing. We're always hearing. How do we know? Have you ever wondered, how, have you ever struggled with how do I know? How do I know if the Holy Spirit is speaking to me or not? First of all, that's why I'm, I'm really encouraging everybody not to do jumping jacks, not to do cartwheels, not to lay and beg and beg and beg, oh God, oh God, feel me, I've got to have you feel me, what's wrong with my life, I can't feel your presence, I don't know, you've left me, I don't know what's going on. That's why I'm encouraging you as simple as, Holy Spirit, I surrender myself to you, feel me, feel me, Holy Spirit. By faith, I receive your infilling. Boom. Don't wait on electricity. And I'm not telling you you won't feel electricity at times. I'm telling you, you don't wait on... That's not... That is not the evidence of the Holy Spirit filling your life. It can be part of what He does. He will... He will I have had people lay hands on me and I felt electricity go through my body. I can't explain that. But I know it was the Holy Spirit. 
unless unless they had some kind of a hanging on to a bare cord that I didn't know about hooked into a wall the Holy Spirit can do that but if we stand there and wait for electricity to fall all of a sudden here's what happens here's why it has to happen by faith if it always is around that then we're always going to think that it that when I am feeling that he is there but if I don't feel that then he must not be and he will not allow anything even a certain feeling of his manifested presence to become him and take his place so churches build altars so to speak figuratively speaking around certain things if I feel this then I'm, it must be, I must be good with the Holy Spirit, and that's not at all. If I act like this, if I do this, if I go... Th- no physical manifestation is evidence of His presence. He can manifest Himself in many ways in our life. His manifested presence in beautiful ways, but none of that can become the evidence. This is a faith walk. And so all I can do and all you can do, and I don't know why I'm driving this home. This, I'm driving, I don't know why I'm driving this home so hard this morning. But it's a faith thing. And maybe some of you are struggling with that because you keep saying, I've asked him to feel me, but I just don't, I don't feel anything. He didn't say that you would feel something. But he will change your life. Let me tell you what to look for. Not a physical feeling. Are you a little more patient with your husband or your wife? That's what he does. Are you a little more patient? Are you finding yourself loving people that are, that it's just like all of a sudden you walked up to somebody that you, you have not been able to stand for years? And, and you start to talk to them, and suddenly there's just something inside of you that you're not feeling that anger anymore, and you walk away, and you walk away, so you, you suddenly feel like, you know, I hurt for that person. I love them, and I hurt. Where'd that come from? That is what the Holy Spirit does. Are you tracking with me? That's what the Holy Spirit does. And He wants... He wants to speak. Jesus said, my sheep know my voice. Learning his voice takes time. We live in a generation where we want it and we want it now. And we don't want to take the time. And only those people who will put themselves in a place to take the time to learn to hear his voice will ever be able to truly hear his voice. Because there's too many voices in this world that are much louder. And you've got to learn to quiet your spirit. If you don't learn to quiet your spirit, then you're never going to be able to... And, I, and what I'm saying, there, there will be a time that you learn to hear His voice in such a way that in a loud, crowded room, you hear Him from in here. Because you are more attentive to the voice from the inside than you are to the voices from the outside. The first way when we 
start to walk with Him, when we learn to hear His voice, He speaks to us through His Word. He speaks to us through the Word of God. The Holy Spirit inspired the Word to be written. Right? That's, that's what Scripture says. The Holy Spirit inspired it. Under the, by inspiration of the Holy Spirit, we have the written Word of God. And the Holy Spirit will never speak contrary to what the Word says. So the safeguard for us is to get to know the Word. If you say, Bud, but I'm afraid I'm going to get way out there. What if I don't know if it's Him? And what if it's something else? And what if I think it's Him? Okay, we'll deal with that in a minute. But first of all, getting to know the Word of God makes a ton difference there. I've heard some people tell me what the will of God was for their life. Well, here's what the Holy Spirit's telling me. And then when they tell me what the Holy Spirit's telling them, measured up by the Word of God, it's like, mm, not Him. I, not, I believe you possibly may be hearing a voice. I don't know. But what you're telling me that the Holy Spirit is speaking to you being totally contrary to what I see right here in the New Covenant, He doesn't do that. So once we, if you're confused about, is He speaking to me? Is it Him that's talking to me? Well, what is that psalm? I don't think I, I don't have it. Be still. Um, psalm 4610. Be still and know that I am God. If you ever are wondering, is it God speaking to me or not? Be still. Be still. And as you're still, then you, you begin to know, is this God or is this not God? The Word of God has to be there. He uses the Word of God. He inspired it. It's His words. So, it, I mean, He's never going to He's never going to compromise what he said, right? He's never going to contradict what he said, right? Hello. We learned, let me tell you something we learned. We had an all-day staff meeting on Wednesday. And we learned about personalities, didn't we? And my personality, I discovered why I need you why I'm constantly, it's not because uh, that I'm so arrogant that I just, just need you to talk back to me. But with, with the, the personality, the, the package that God gave me with my personality, my spiritual gifts and all those things, um, I don't know if I'm helping you if you, don't, if you don't give me something back. And I'm a helper. And so if all you do is just sit there and stare at me and if something's funny, you don't even crack a smile, I'm thinking, okay, I'm not helping them. And it could be that I think it's funny and you don't. That's always a possibility. But when I'm saying, are you with me? Why am I doing that? Because I need to know I'm helping you. Because if I'm not helping you, I'm wasting my time and I'm wasting your time. You, you see what I'm saying? So that's why I do that. It's not just because of some ego thing. It's because I want to know that I'm helping you. My heart, I long, I long for you to experience the things that I'm talking about. I, I watch so many Christian people live such defeated lives and so down and out all the time. And it's just like life is horrible. And I'm thinking the Jesus that you say that you accepted, 
is, is so much more than that. He wants to do so much more in you than that. He doesn't want you to live a defeated life. He wants to give you himself in such a way that it will change your life forever. He speaks to us through his word. And he speaks to us through in the inner person. From in here, he speaks. When I first got saved, I didn't, I didn't really hear words. And I discovered there's a reason Jesus uses the analogy of the new birth, being born, and then a babe on the milk, and then we mature as believers. Isn't that teaching in, in the Scripture? And I discovered the reason for that because we have to grow and learn. And so early on, I didn't hear a voice, but I sensed promptings. Have you ever sensed a prompting from the Holy Spirit? Something, something you know, we use the words like that, something told me to. And, and so you, you see somebody and you just sense this need to go over to them and, and just, just say, you know, I just want to tell you I love you and I'm praying for you. And, or maybe it's like you just out of the blue, somebody's name comes to your mind to send them a, an encouraging text. Where's that come from? That's the Holy Spirit. And the more we learn to respond to those little things, the more we begin to sense His presence in that and then His voice as He begins to speak. And the longer you walk with Him, the more you begin to learn to hear the voice and know that it's His voice speaking. My brother and me sound a lot alike sometimes on the phone. But if you know me and the people that know him, they can quickly differentiate. But people who don't, I could probably talk on the phone for five minutes convincing them that I was him. The more you know him, the more you learn to listen to him, the more you respond to him as you walk this way with him because you learn more and more how he speaks and what he's saying never contrary to scripture never contrary to scripture always with scripture but he leads us how many of you have ever been led you ever used the words you know the holy spirit led me to do something or i felt le the lord led me to do something and again, it's always going to be. Always. Always going to be with Scripture. He'll never lead you to do anything that He won't, in His Scripture, back it up. So do you see what I'm saying? The more you learn the Scripture, the more you begin, the easier it is to hear Him. I remember, I remember, um, some of the first times early in, in, in my walk with the Lord, just sensing a prompting or hearing a voice, hearing his voice as he begins to tell me little things that he likes to ask questions. If you ever get questions going, sometimes he will ask you questions. What are you doing? You ever had him to, to check your spirit or check you? in such a way as to say, stop, don't. 
You don't hear don't maybe, but you just sense something in you that says, ooh, I can't do that. I can't go there. And then you find out later that there was a car wreck on that highway, and if you had left when you had planned on leaving, uh, timing-wise, you may have been right in the middle of that, and yet he prevented that if you listened to him. That's why we need to, we need to walk with him for so many reasons. We need to hear. We need to be listening. And even when we can't see him working, and even when we are not hearing anything, he is still working. Are you with me? He's, he hasn't left you. I just want to leave you with that encouragement today because some of you are trying to find this way that I'm talking about. You're trying, but you're struggling because you're so attached to this physical world and you're putting those, you're limiting the Holy Spirit to the body and the soul to work in your life and you can't do that. He is in your spirit and He will speak in your, from in here through your mind to your spirit through your mind but He doesn't have to bring an emotion or a feeling to do what He's doing. It's by faith. And the more we walk by faith, the more we begin to feel it. Does any of this make sense? I want to pray with you and then we're going to sing. And again, if you, if you just sense a need to come up and pray, you're welcome to do that while we sing. But again, I'm just asking you to simply... Surrender your heart, your, yourself to the Lord in such a way that you say, fill me, Holy Spirit. If you've never been born again, that's where it starts. You have to be born again first. The Holy Spirit's not even in you if you've never been saved. If you've never trusted Jesus as your Savior, you've never been born again. If you are here this morning and you have never been born again and you would like to be Right now, would you just raise your hand right where you're at? Just raise your hand and I'm going to pray with you. I will pray with you. Precious Lamb of God, fill this room. Lord, you love your people so much. And you want such an intimate walk with us. And you want us to know your voice and to walk with you. There's some maybe right now that are struggling because they're not feeling. And I pray that right now you will break through that barrier and help them to know that you are working right now in their life if they have opened their life up to you, whether they feel it or not. Let's stand and sing. Thank you for joining us today. If you've enjoyed listening, be sure to hit the subscribe button and rate and review the podcast. Thanks again for joining us and we'll see you again next week.